You're listening to This Life Explains It All. With the creators of Vera, your guide for navigating a conscious life. We're Stefania Romeo and Catherine Griffiths. This Life Explains It All was created out of belief that our life experience is our greatest teacher. And as soul sisters and intuitives, we've spent the past decade completely obsessed with better understanding our minds and our bodies, all while running a mile a minute with busy careers as leaders in the tech startup world. On this podcast, we are bringing you the insights and lessons that have changed our lives with the thought leaders, healers, and dreamers behind them. We're discussing wellness practices, healing methods, and experiences that get us to think differently about life and live empowered. Whether you want to uplevel your health, your career, your relationship, or are going through changes to your life path, this information can help you get there and let you know that we're right here with you. We believe life isn't meant to be lived linear, and no matter where you are right now, you're right on time. Hey everyone, it's Kat and Stefania. You're listening to This Life Explains It All, Vera's podcast. Today we're talking to Marta Soffer. You may have heard of her before. She is an internationally acclaimed Ayurveda Panchakarma expert. She's an Ayurvedic chef. She's the founder and Ayurvedic practitioner of Surya Spa in LA, which is now recognized as the Western leader of modern Ayurveda. Marta and the Surya team bring long-term wellness, vitality, and health to clients that range from next-door neighbors to the most well-known stars of the film and entertainment industries. Marta is huge in the wellness world. Like Kat said, you may have heard of her already. She is the Ayurvedic doctor that you'll hear all the celebrities go to, everyone who's in the know in the wellness world. People travel from all over the world to her Surya spa for Ayurvedic healing. And I was so, so excited when we got her on the podcast. Yeah. Marta is a recognized leader in restoring Ayurveda to its authentic, spiritual, and most effective roots. And she is a leading innovator in integrating Ayurveda into the modern world, which is something that we really like. How can we integrate this into our everyday? Marta and the Surya team have been featured in Vogue, in Style, Allure, the LA Times, New York Magazine, and LA Yoga. And she has been endorsed by influential bloggers and clients such as Courtney Kardashian, Shiva Rose, The Local Rose, and Gwyneth Paltrow in Goop. She is originally from Colombia and has an incredible story on how she got into this work, which you'll hear more about in the episode. I love Ayurveda because it's so rooted in this idea of the body's ability to heal itself and that if we can come into balance, we can live in our highest health and be in our greatest health. In the episode, I talk about the Ayurvedic practices that I have begun to incorporate into my life. But I love the whole philosophy and the principles behind the idea that your health and coming into balance can be done by looking to achieve ease. And there's not the need to push and force and be so aggressive with your practice or how you're taking care of yourself. And I felt like that really aligned to the philosophy, cat that you and I have around the work that we do and also around the work that we do with clients in coaching. And I want to talk about that a little bit. And we wanted to share a little bit more about that with you guys, because recently we've gotten some messages or people reaching out saying, I didn't know that you guys did coaching, or I didn't know that that was something that was available. We're constantly applying our experience from our long careers in startups, leadership, 
and from transitioning from successful roles in tech and media into starting something completely new of our own. And we're applying that along with the teachings and lessons that we are always learning from this work and from our ongoing education. So we want you to know that you can book time to work with us one-on-one. We have some spots open now and we're taking new clients. Yeah, and we coach women and men through career transitions or getting to the next level, just as we have done time and again. We guide on the steps to take on how to get to the next level or have more money in your role and live and work in alignment with your purpose so that your life feels a lot more at ease, that you can have the things that you want, call in what is meant for you, even if you're not sure what that is now without pushing so hard, but instead receiving. So if you're interested in learning about working with us one-on-one through the method that we've developed, reach out to us at vera at veralife.com or fill in the coaching form on our website. Yeah. And for those of you who might be looking to put together something a bit larger, maybe you're in a leadership role and want to put something together for your team. We also work with companies, teams, even friend groups for group sessions and workshops. So you can reach out to us to find out more about that as well. So reach out to us at Vera at veralife.com and we'll link that so you can find it in the show notes too. So we hope to hear from you guys. Kat, before we get into the episode, we were talking before we started recording about some of the things that you are incorporating right now into your sleep routine and ritual. What have you been doing? Yeah, well, I've been having some trouble sleeping lately and I don't have a problem falling asleep. It's more staying asleep. So mm-hmm. I have been, and it's kind of a new thing for me. I'm usually a pretty good sleeper. So I have been, we were talking about this, just incorporating more of a nighttime routine, which I've never really had to focus on before. But now because I'm waking up at night, I'm paying a lot more attention to it. So one of the things I've been doing is at the yoga studio that I go to, they have a live stream yin class from 7.30 to 8.30 at night. And I've been doing that before bed and it has been making a huge difference. And I just have it like I put a candle on and make the room really dark and it's very, it's just very calming. Can we just talk for a minute about the love that we both have for going to bed early? Because <laughs> oh, I think yeah. that some people might be like 8.30 before bed. What time do you normally go to bed? I go to bed around nine these days, (laughs) but I wake up super, super early because we would meet right now, you know, we're recording and it's almost, it's not even eight o'clock in the morning yet. And I'm like up and I've been up for a couple hours. So that is just, that has been a big change. (laughs) What time do you go to bed? I love going to bed at nine or 10, but last night I got into the bed and I looked at my phone and it was 8.30. (laughs) That's what time I went to bed last night. Actually. It's so funny. <laughs> Whenever a friend asks me, like if there are, this happened recently and I'm like, this is so funny. Whenever a friend, if I'm going to dinner with someone and they're like, oh, there's a reservation. This just happened last week. Like there's a reservation at six or 8.30. Oh. Which one do you like? I'm always like, oh my God, six, please. <laughs> yeah, please. I know because when we were in New York, we used to go to restaurants at like nine o'clock, remember? Oh my God, I know. I just, <laughs> I anymore. love- I love an early dinner and I love going to bed early. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I go to bed early. I wake up early. And 
So yeah, I've been doing yin yoga, not every single night, but I do notice a difference when I do them. They have tons of classes that you can do online if anybody else is having trouble sleeping. There's yoga by Adrian that's really good and free to use and she's really great. And then I also, I mean, I've been doing this for a while, but just making sure I have my magnesium mm-hmm. kind of doubled up the dose, which is fine oh, a little wow. bit okay. too. Yeah. Obsessed with magnesium. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm really obsessed. It works so well. So yeah, those two things. And then I always wear my blue blocks glasses because, you know, even if I'm not watching something, you're still being ex- exposed to blue light from having the light on at night. So Those are the three things that I'm doing. But if anyone has anything that works for them, please let me know because I'm just waking up in the middle of the night and it's really frustrating. Okay. Well, keep us posted on how all of your practices are working. I haven't been having issues with sleep, but one of the things I've been really embracing since we had this conversation with Marta, because you guys will hear in the episode how much in Ayurveda, it's important to use oils and use lots of oils. And I am someone who is always oiled up. I mean, it's kind of bad. I have oil (laughs) prints on everything that I touch because I just will drench myself in oil. I think that it's magical and it does great things for the skin, but it has a lot of medicinal effects as well, depending on how you use it. And so I love that Marta talks about in this conversation. So we'll leave it to the conversation for you guys to hear more on that. So let's get into it because she really covers a lot and shares a lot. Yeah. So in this episode, we talked to Marta about her story and how she got into Ayurveda. And the one thing that she did that got her life on the right track We go back to the basics with Ayurveda. So what is the modality and how the different doshas may show up in our bodies, the benefits of Ayurveda and how we can implement some of the practices at home. Marta takes us through a day in the life of her routine. So make sure you're taking notes here. I certainly did and so much more. So let's get into the episode. Welcome again, Marta. We're so excited to talk to you today. I originally heard you on another podcast and was so blown away by your story and everything that you shared. So I'd love to start there with your story. So you have such an incredible story and I'd love it if you can tell us a bit about your background and your personal journey that led you into this work. Well, I am from Colombia. I actually went to school in Colombia, and then I went to college in Colombia. I graduated and I was working for IBM and Apple. And when the first computers, they were coming. First time I worked was in a radio shack, like very old computer with discs. They were like this big. (laughs) (laughs) And, And when I was in school, I was programming important COBOL and it was like, you forget one comma, you will have to do everything again. It was a nightmare. But so I did that for a while. And I was going out with someone and the relationship kind of, we break up. And then my mom called me and said, there's this friend from the family that knows about this school in Iowa. In Iowa. And I'm like, where is Iowa? I had not even an idea where <laughs> Iowa was. I knew it was in the United States, but I have no idea where it was. And then they said, the only thing you need to do in order to go to the school is to learn TM. And what, what is TM? I have no idea what TM. So TM is Transcendental Meditation. So I went to this TM center and learned all about it. And I was like, this is a little weird, but let's just try it. Because at that time, we we're talking about 30 years ago. 
1988, October 8, 1998. That's when I learned. And literally I learned TM and my life totally changed. And it was not like 100 degrees, 180 degrees. It was 365 degrees that my life changed. Wow. So then after that, so then I applied to the school. I got accepted to the school. And when I got there, my English was not good enough to be able to go to the computer program. So I had to do a little bit of ESL. So I did an ESL. And then ESL, English is a second language. So I was in the dining room and then someone sat next to me and she was like leaking oil, pretty much. There was so much oil in her hair and the smell, the smell really fascinated me. And I was like, what is this? What is that you're doing? Why you smell like that? I ask her all these questions. It's like, oh, I'm doing panchakarma. I'm like, what is panchakarma? What is that? So, so it's Ayurveda. I'm like, what is Ayurveda? I'm like, I want to know what is all this. So but you should try to do one of the treatments. So I called the clinic and scheduled myself for a treatment. And then the first treatment that I did, it was something called Abhyanga, which is a forehead massage. And then Shirdara, which is the dripping oil on the forehead. As soon as I got out of there, I went, this is incredible. My mind was blown to think how amazing in such a little time, my state of consciousness with the Shirodara and even with the Abhyanga was transformed. So it just changed. The whole cells of my body just changed. So I applied to the program. I got accepted. And then I graduated in 1992. When I graduated the clinic here from Maharishi, from Maharishi School, the, the name of the school is Maharishi International University, which is the same school still in Iowa, and they still teach Ayurveda there. And they have a clinic called the Rash. So I graduated from there, and then they asked me to come here for six weeks to teach and train some people. So I decided, okay, I'll, I'll do that for six weeks. I came to the six weeks to the TM Center, which it was the clinic also there. And during those six weeks, I met my husband, Roger. Wow. Then after that, they asked me to stay and then they closed the clinic and then I opened my own because people keep calling me and say, can you please come and do Panchakarma? So I used to go to people's houses and did Panchakarma and take all the herbs and the oils and the table and the sweat box that you see behind me. That's a sweat box, but I made it to the point that you can take it all apart. So in that sweat box, what you do is you sit down and then your head is out and then you're, there's herbs there that depends on whatever it is that I'm doing. Then I will put the herbs there and people will sweat. And the idea is that head is out. And the reason is because Ayurveda recommends to have the head cold while you're sweating. So that way you let the toxins go more. Anyway, so I went all over the city to do this. And then finally they closed the clinic and we moved to this house that they had an apartment downstairs. And then I decided, okay. When I walk onto that house, I knew that was going to be an Ayurvedic clinic. It was like something told me, you're going to do this here. But I had no idea if I was going to get it or not. Yeah. And it was really funny how we got that house. We applied for the house. We was renting and I applied for the house. And they say, they call me later and said, no, someone else rented it already. Well, okay. So the guy that it was renting the house, it was the tenant. So the other person decided not to rent it. And then he already threw all the papers or everything, whoever wanted the house. And then they called him and said, no, we don't want the house. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to find these people's numbers. 
and this guy was such a mess. Then he went to move the trash can. And when he moved the trash can, the paper with my name and my husband's fell off. Wow. And then then after that, then I went and then I started my first clinic there. Wow. And that's how I started 30 years ago. Uh, I'm so excited to dig into more of talking about the practice and Ayurveda, Panchakarma. I want to come to Surya once everything is open again so badly. I was struck when you were telling your story in how much it felt like you were kind of in this flow. Everything was happening. You know, you moved to a new country and then you met your partner right away. And then what happened with getting the house? Was any of that conscious? What was going through your mind and what were you doing, if anything, to be in flow? Or maybe if there was any fear with making all of these changes move past or through it? Well, I think then, I think what made it happen, it was pretty much practicing TM and being living according to nature. So I was meditating every day, an hour in the morning, an hour at night. When I learned TM, it's only 20 minutes. But then when I was in MIU, I learned the cities, which is a more advanced where you learn more sutras. And then you learn the flying technique, which is a sutra that makes your body kind of your kundalini awaken. Mm. So I, I learned that. And then I think just because of that and eating the food that I was eating and preparing all the food and just living with, according to with nature, it was just like everything opening. I also think it's my dharma. I love what I do. If you talk to people that have come here and then when I started my little clinic, it was magical, everything that is happening because Ayurveda is magical. When you actually stay with the principles of Ayurveda, it's like suddenly an umbrella came on top of you. And then it's just like, because there's so many ways that Ayurveda can help your life. Mm, Wow. What do you think it was about the TM specifically that helped to get you on that path? Because I did, I had a similar experience with TM meditation where I was doing it every day for two days, for two times a week, and it did shift a lot of things for me. So I'm just curious as to what your experience with TM is and like how quickly everything shifted for you. Well, I think I've seen it over and over because I recommend all the clients that are here to, uh, they come here to do practice TM. And if they don't do TM uh, for A or B or C reason, I recommend them to do any kind of meditation. Mm -hmm. But I can speak for what I've done. And then I think meditation, uh, TM specifically, because it's like when you learn, if you remember, it's according to when you were born. And then when you were born, they give you the mantra that is according, that is specifically for you. And that what it is, the mantra is just a vibration. And that vibration, according to the stars, when you were born, is what is going to affect your life. Because every time you do this, you think about this word, is that the vibration is going to alter the vibrations in your body because you're made out of vibration. All Everything with vibration. So it's going to alter and it's just going to, like the clouds are too dark. Let's remove them, you know? Like there's a hole in there. Let's just make sure there's a stone so you don't fall. And that's basically what I really feel. Like once I started, it was really amazing how TM, it was like, it was like suddenly my apartment, my car, everything was just like, the doors will open. And every time, like when I went to Iowa, I was going to work in computers and I had interviews with different companies. Nothing worked out, nothing. 
it was like no 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 like yeah. okay I guess this is what I'm what I'm doing now but <laughs> when I studied Ayurveda I never thought I was gonna do a business out of it and today looking 30 years back I'm so grateful for everything that Ayurveda had brought me to my life to my family to my kids but not only to that to everybody that I have touched with Ayurveda in their lives, because I know that I put this little seed to change their lives with Ayurveda. I love that. I love how you talked about it in the context of the doors were opening for you as you lived with these practices and did TM. And I think that's what we all strive for and want to live in alignment with. I love that. For someone who is listening, who's newer to Ayurveda, is just beginning to learn about it. What would you say to them in terms of how to get started, the first kinds of things to maybe look at, even kind of how you would describe what the practice is to someone who's new? Ayurveda is like a lifestyle. And that's something that is very, very important to understand. Mm -hmm. So if you live with the principles of Ayurveda, your whole entire body will change. Mm -hmm. And that's what that means. That means I tell you a little bit of a routine of what I do every day. I wake up. The first thing I do is I like thank God for being awakened and be able to be here and to be able to listen to the birds and to be with my husband and being where I am and being able to be a vessel to help everyone here. Mm. Then I go to the bathroom and then I just, and I'm going to do a course on this called uh, Ayurvedic journey with Marta. So this, I'm recording everything now. So then I go through each one of the, what we call in, in Ayurveda, Dinacharya, which is Dinacharya is the routine, the daily routine that Ayurveda recommends for your body. Mm. So the first thing that I do then, I do that, I do the prayers and then I wash my face, put cold water in my eyes. So then that, that helps taking the, the pita, the fire out of my eyes. Then after that, I scrape my tongue. After I scrape my tongue, then I do a little bit of oil or pulling. And then I pull all the oil and gargle first. And then I pull and then I spit it out and not in the sink, in the trash or in the toilet. Because in the sink will clog. The... Mm. Then after that, I come back to some asanas, which is, uh, Mary, she has specifically exercises it's like a yoga, it's like a little bit of a yoga asanas to do before, to be able to open and move all the muscles and open all the channels. So when you sit down to meditate, you have a better experience. So I do the asanas. After I do the asanas, then I, I do some pranayam, which is alternate breathing. Do that for a very short time, like three to five minutes, depends on how much time I have. And then after that, I do sit down and do my meditation. And then my meditation is about an hour a day. So I do first the, the meditation, then I do the sutras, and then I do the flying, and then I rest, and then I'm done. Then after that, then I'm just like, then I start getting ready. What it means getting ready? Then I get the dry brush, and then I dry brush my body. Start from the uh, dry brush my face. We have the dry brushes, the little beautiful dry brushes that we use. And then I do dry brush my face, and then dry brush my entire body. I start from the hands to the heart, from the feet to the heart. What this does, it just incredibly, even if you don't do exercise, immediately it's moving all the toxins out of your body because it's moving everything through the lymph. Mm -hmm. Then after that, I do a bianga 
which is the, the, the um, uh, massage. I was going to say the forehand massage, mm-hmm. I wish. But unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> when you come and do panchakarma here. Yeah. So yeah. for the Abhyanga, I just do my entire body. I made this incredible face oil that is a, has about 70 different herbs. And the smell is so magical and beautiful. And then I do that. And then after that, I will do my entire body. And again, I do all the joints and whatever is a joint, I will do a circular motion where it's a muscle that will go up and down. I will make more pressure going up than down. Because what? And then it's very important to go the inside of your arm because inside of your arm is all the lymph. Mm. So when you move the toxins out of your lymphatic system every day, then you are preventing sicknesses from happening because then what happens is the body works with seven tissues, which is, and science we will be rasa, rakta, meras, mamsa, asti, maja, and, and chukra. So that means the lymph. So the first system in your body that deals with the toxins is the lymphatic system. So if you move every day, you do this, even if you don't do dry brushing every day, but at least you do it three times a week, it's great. But the Abhyanga, every day, do it every day where you do this. And I do it every day. The day that I don't do it, I actually feel different. I feel like my vata, my mind is not as settled. I need to just, I do it every day. Then after that, I wait a little bit. Then I take a shower. Then I just get ready. And then I, again, I put my oil again in my face. And then I have this incredible collagen cream that it really rejuvenates your skin. And then I get ready and then I go on downstairs and then have breakfast. And then I normally also follow whatever Ayurveda recommends for the daily routine and practices of how to cook the food and prepare the food. And then I have my breakfast. Wow. Thank you. That is such a wonderful playbook for someone of all of the practices. I've recently begun doing tongue scraping and the oil pulling in the morning and have really loved the practices. I've gone on and off with doing the avianga, but I want to get back into it. You mentioned also getting the pita out of the eyes in the morning. Can you talk a little bit about those different dosha types and how they might show up? for someone in their body? Yeah. So Ayurveda has this beautiful way of seeing the body. And then it's basically everything we look is through the elements. So through the five elements we look. So what we do is what if you come to see me, I'll take your pulse. And then with your pulse, with these three fingers, what I do is I check what's going on with you. So then I check if you are a vata, a pita, or a kapha, which that means vata, it means air, Pita means fire, kapha means earth. So earth and water, fire and water, air and akasha, which is uh, ether. Yeah. So what air people, vata people, normally are skinny. Normally they are all over the place. They like to do one thing, start another thing and start with this project and then go on this other project. So they tend to have certain things in their body like constipation, dry skin, loss of memory later in life and even during the life too, <laughs> because their mind is so all over the place. They tend to be cold, cold feet. They tend to have cramps. Uh, so everything is about coldness. You just feel coldness. Pita people are fire. They are hot. They normally tend to have uh, red skin. They tend to 
be angry and hungry because they, they have so much fire in their digestive system that they get hungry really quickly. They love, unfortunately, love everything that is spicy, which actually affects more because it's like they're putting more fire into their body. Alcohol is spicy. They like to do exercise. And when they like to do exercise, it's like, let's do it hard, as hard as I can do it. The more I can do, the better. So <laughs> that's what the pita people are. And the kapha people are so sweet and beautiful. The kapha people, they tend to gain weight easily. So they have to be careful. They tend to have a lot of congestion. They have to have anything that is water, congestion, edema, sluggishness. <laughs> so a lot of mucus. And that's what the kapha people tend to have. So if you know what is your body and what is your body at certain point in life, like kapha people, you tell them, let's go. They're very, very smart. Let's go and do exercise. They go, no, I think I want to just, they're very intellectual. So I know I think I like to just stay here and read a book or uh, something really much with the mind because they love that. So those are the three different kinds of, so what we do is that it's important to see, for example, right now it's really hot. I don't know how it's in Australia, but here is, it was this weekend, we went to Mandeville Canyon and it was to this house. It was 109 degrees. This wow. has never been, wow. it was like, it was really, really hot. Yeah, so we yeah. went there and it was just like, so it's hot. So what do I need to do? Do I need, I need to just cool down my body. So I'm more able to cope with whatever is happening. So Ayurveda has beautiful recipes with drinks and stuff that it will help you. But what is very important is to see what, and I actually did it uh, Saturday and Sunday. I went and got some watermelon. That immediately cooled me down because I was kind of like a little bit of, of headache from being so hot. And I went and did that and I ate the watermelon. And as soon as I ate the watermelon, I felt like, the heat coming down and the headache was going on. So Ayurveda has all these in food and, and like things that we can do that we can really apply it to our lives every day. And we just have to learn it. You just learn and if you go on the internet and if you don't, cannot come and do a consultation or you can do a test, you can do a test in the internet and then kind of figure out what, dosha are you? And then you figure out, this is my dosha. So these are the things that I need to, to work on. And also see what is the tendency. If you, if you feel like your body, the, the tendency of the body is constipation. So you know your vata is aggravating. So you need to do things that are more oily. Because oil is going to ba- balance the vata. It's going to balance the dry. If I have dry and I put oil, my skin is going to go like, yes, please. Give me that. And then it's just going to lubricate everything and it's not going to be dry anymore. It's like if you have wood and it's dry and you put oil on it, then it just, it, you can see how it gets absorbed and immediately it kind of starts to be more shiny and beautiful. So it's important to know what is happening to your body. Even if I'm pita and vata, and even if I'm vata, but I feel really hot because the weather is hot, then I have to balance the pita right there. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's what I was saying of the different abhyanga oils. And all of them have herbs and oils that are according to help you balance that. So for example, in the, in the summer right now, if you cannot buy the oil that is herbalized, just use coconut oil because coconut is cooling. That's why you see the coconuts growing 
along the coast in the Caribbean, you can see all them. They offer you coconut water because why? It grows there because it's going to make you cool down. And remember, the earth will always produce whatever that you need in the moment that you need, wherever you are. You have to think what is around you, what flowers, what fruits, what, what is around you, and the earth will prepare you to be able to be handled whatever is around you during that time. I love that. I feel like we don't think about it like that way enough because of being in the modern world, but it is, it's whatever is around us and whatever is even in season, you know, like leverage all of that. I love this conversation with Marta. She's been someone that I've really looked up to and admired for a long time. And I'm getting so much out of this. Taking a little break to remind you about one of the ways that I love to support keeping my body in balance and in harmony, which is something that we're talking a lot about in this conversation with Marta and is at the root of Ayurvedic practices. I've been using the Saqqara products for a little over a year now, and they have helped to completely transform the quality and state of my skin from the inside out and have really, really helped with bloating and helping my body to be less inflamed and more at ease. So I take the Saqqara probiotics every day. I also make a drink every morning with the Saqqara Life Source Super Powder. And every couple of months, I do either the level one Saqqara meal program or the level two detox week-long meal program to reset and get myself in check, especially if maybe I'm coming off of a holiday or a trip and it's been life-changing for me. So we've been talking about Saqqara a lot and now we've partnered with them to give you a 20% off code if you're interested in trying any of the Saqqara products you can use the code XOVERA and you will get 20% off anything for your first order. And if you have any questions on any of the products, I really have tried almost all of them. Feel free to DM me on our account on Instagram at Vera Life. I'm so happy to answer any questions because this stuff has really helped me. Let's get back to the conversation with Marta. I want to get into soothing the nervous system with... Ayurveda because, you know, it feels like, and I think we all know that in our current world, our nervous system is just so overwhelmed and overtaxed and without even realizing it. So from an Ayurveda point of view, why do you think this is happening and how can that modality help? Oh, wow. That's an amazing question. And I know Ayurveda point of view and leaving myself with all the principles of Ayurveda, I think this was needed because we're so not in tune with our bodies and what is happening. Everybody before March was going, go, 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 go here, the meeting here, the meeting here, the telephones, the computers, the people not really realizing how much all the time you are connected to the internet, to the phones, to the car, to, it's like you get to the car and immediately you are talking on the phone. You go to, or you're always connected. So Having COVID for I've seen with my clients, it was, I have this priest that I know and I lock, I talked to him, he's from Colombia and he has a foundation called Ogaris Claret. It's an amazing person. What he does is he, he teaches TM to all the kids that he picks up from the streets. 
Wow. And he has about 4,000 kids. So last week I've talked to him and I said, how are you managing? Because he gets a lot of the money from different parts of the government and stuff. And how, how are you being supported? How can I help you? And he told me, no, I'm still working. Everything is great. But one thing that I've noticed that has been so amazing because I always so worry about his health because he's always has blood pressure. He has other conditions with his heart and, and diabetes. And I was like, how are you doing? And then he said, you will not believe it. I basically don't have my high blood pressure medicine. I basically don't have to take my diabetes medicine either. And just because he's been resting, he's been, wow. he's been praying more. He said, I've been praying more. I've been meditating more. I've been cooking. I'm eating on time. Just doing that, it totally changed his life. Mm-hmm. And then I can tell you so many other people that had changed their life and being more present on like doing exercise at home, meditating more, being more in touch with what we need to do. So I think this is a blessing for everyone to really realize how much we were doing and how much we were not taking ourselves. So Ayurveda, I think, is really happy that this is happening to everyone <laughs> in a way because I've seen a lot of people, I'm doing a lot of consultations and I have something new that maybe I should tell you guys about it. Yes, please. That is called fasting culture. So fasting culture, let me bring something. Fasting culture, this is the thing from fasting culture. It's an app and it's the first Ayurvedic app that works with fasting. And it's an amazing thing. So this, what it does, it just comes with two strips. And the two strips are like this and it has 10 different biomarkers. So these biomarkers, so what you do with this is you take this and then connect it with the app and then you pee on it. And in one minute, you know, how's your glucose, how's your ketones, how's your specific gravity, how's your albumin, how's your bilirubin, how's your urebilirubin. So to be able to know that in such a fast way, it is amazing because it's gonna, but not only that, this is connected to 10,000 different recipes. So Gandharva Veda for the nervous system, it's really incredible what it does. The other thing for incredible for the nervous system that Ayurveda has to offer is again, the abhyanga, the oil, the oil in the hair, because the marma points, which the marma points are like the the points of, the vital points Mm -hmm. of the body. So the ones that, that's why the the Shiodara, when they put the oil in the forehead is so powerful because the point here, and here, and here, and here. So when these points, and then you put a little bit of oil in there, you can manage your nervous system. You can yeah. add what kind of calms the nervous system. So there is essential oils, beautiful essential oils that will help you with that. That like the sandalwood, like putting, you are too hot, you put a little bit of sandalwood in here, or, or you are too, you, there's an oil called jatamansi, which is beautiful, the tiver. And then you put this and it's gonna, totally help. But another thing is just putting oil, just put oil on your hair mm-hmm. and then just leave it on your head. And then it will balance the nervous system because it, it will calm down your head. The minute that you put the oil, it just kind of settles you down. Yeah. Uh, I love all these practices and I've always, and that's what has had me gravitating toward 
learning more about Ayurveda and incorporating some Ayurvedic practices is that I kind of associate it with soothing and nourishing and balance versus restriction or being really rigid, but what are the things and everything makes so much sense that you're suggesting and sharing with us that these are the things that are soothing and nourishing so that we can come into our balance in any assessment I've done a mix of vata pita. And so I'm always thinking about and working on incorporating more of like, how can I soothe and calm in light of, and not just incorporating things like the massage and food and oils, but also the way that I live with like how much I'm looking at my phone and looking at blue light and the screens and all of these things. I just love it. Even when you're talking about putting the oil on the head, it's kind of like you kind of just instinctively know, even if you haven't tried it yet, that that's going to be something that is going to soothe and and calm. Can you give us just a kind of at a high level overview if someone wants to do the Abhyanga on themselves and use some of these oils, what do they do? How do you do that? And then what kind of oils do you recommend using? Okay. So the oils that I recommend, so that for, for a Vata person, I would recommend the sesame oil. For a pizza person, I would recommend coconut oil. Okay. For a kapha person, I will recommend a little bit of sesame with a little bit of mustard oil because mm. you need a little bit of activating. Okay. So how would I do that? I put oil in my hair the day I'm going to wash it because I, I will not put oil in my hair. If my hair was short, maybe I will do it, but but I don't wash my hair every day. So I put it the day I'm going to wash it. And it's really incredible what the oil does to your hair. You mm-hmm. see Indian women, they have the most beautiful hair. Mm-hmm. That's because since they are little, they are taught to put oil in your in your hair. Mm-hmm. So they, they have these, these practices that also that helps them too with the nervous system. So putting the oil in the hair, I'd leave it for like, a, sometimes I leave it all day. I just put it all on and I just put my hair up. Sometimes I put linen in, in my pillow and then I just sleep with the oil. It just depends of what is happening to my body. And then I leave the oil. But the oil, you can just put it and also take it out right away. So you put the oil, then I massage my face. Then I do my ears. Very, very important to do all the ears. The ears, the hands, and the bottom of your feet are all the organs in your body. So those are very, very important. If you think about it, an ear is a baby backwards in the womb. Wow. Yeah. Here's the head. Here's, you know, the baby's all crunchy, like, like crunch like that. So here's the bud. Here are the legs. Wow. Mm. I don't know if you guys see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah so when you're massaging your ears, so it's very important to massage your ears, the hand, the bottom of your hands and the bottom of your feet, because here's all the different organs, your eyes, your sinus, your kidneys, your heart. So when you massage, when you do this every day, you're just like you're doing an internal massage to your organs also. Wow. So then after that, then I do my neck. Very, very important. Then I do my neck and then I start doing, then I start with my hands. I do each one on my fingers because, and then I go like this too. I kind of like uh, move it around. Okay. Like kind of move the joints because things that get accumulated there, when you go like this, you're moving them out. Yeah. Then I start doing my, my, again, my wrist. I have uh, something that I was explaining, like, think about a pot. You see, like if a pot and then the things get settled in the, in the bottom, 
Yeah. So I think about the joints like basically the same. It's like it gets settled. So when you you stir it, you move it. Yeah. So when you do the circles in the joints, you are stirring the pot. You are moving the joint, the things that are congested in, in the mm-hmm. joint. And then you move them up and down. So I'm making more of an effort to go up than down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then I go again in my elbows. And then I go up in my forearm. And then I go in, in my shoulders. And then I go in the inside of my arm. Where I go again up and down. And then I go my, my elbows. And then under my arms, very important. And then at the end, I go like this and move it to my limb. Mm-hmm. So I just push everything through my lymph. And you don't have to do it hard. It's not a thing of doing hard. The lymph works very, you have to be gentle. You don't have to be like, yeah. no, no, <laughs> no, it's not all about that. Then after I do my arms, then I do my, start with my feet. Because everything from the hands to the heart, from the feet to the heart. Yeah. Then I do my feet. Then I do all the bottom of my feet, my toes, my, I spend some time on my feet. Then I do my ankles. Then I do the legs and then I start going up and down and I do it with both hands. Mm-hmm. And again, in the legs, it's very important to do the inside of your legs, but that's where your lymph is also. Yeah. So you need to move it. And especially the legs, because we tend to be standing up and they're always down. So things tend to settle down. So you want to move them up and move them out of your body. Yeah. So then we do your knees and then you do your legs and then you do your hips. Then you do your stomach. So your stomach, you're going to go, you're going to go clockwise. If you go to the bathroom fine and everything's okay. If you are constipated, definitely clockwise. If you tend to have diarrhea, that is well, pita people tend to have more loose stools and have diarrhea. Then you go backwards. You do counterclockwise. You do all the way back, back. Then your breast, your chest, and then I do my back. So I do my kidneys. I go circles on my kidneys and the lower back. And then for my heart, I just put oil in this part of my, my hand. And then I just reach back and then try to do it. And then I hug myself this way and put it. And I try to put it as much as I can everywhere in my back. Because it's very, very important to put it in your spine. Because mm-hmm. from the spine is where it comes all the nervous system. So all the, all the branches come like that. So it's very important to do your back also and your neck, very, very important. Mm-hmm. And that will help later. And then after that, if you can, like, if you can stay with the oil for 15, 20 minutes, it's great. If you can't, because you have to go, you don't have that much time, then go ahead, take a shower. But then don't take the oil out. I recommend, I recommend to just use the soap in your private parts and then let the oil with the hot water open. And then if the oil is herbalized, then the properties of the herbs are going to go inside of your body fast. I know you talked about your journey to starting your work in um, Ayurveda and Surya. Can you tell us a little bit more about Surya Spa, what you know your mission is with this space and this work and what's next. I'm in Santa Monica right now and I'm excited that I always stayed at the um, proper before I had a place down here. And I was so excited to see that you have a partnership with them as well and I think are going to be doing more. So would love for you to just touch a little bit on what's happening with Surya Spa um, for those who aren't familiar with it. Well, 
for 30 years, I've been doing Panchakarma, which is the detoxification program. And people come here. I've been doing in the setting of my house for all these years where people come here and then we'll go on the table and it's, and then we do the abhyanga, which is the thing that I was telling to do every day. But this, the difference of this like done by two people at the same time. It's so incredible, you guys. When we open, please come and I would and, love to and enjoy this. Then we do the the shirdara and then other treatments, sudvartanas, and there's many other different treatments that that we do. So finally, got to the point that something that I always wanted it was to be able to offer this not in the setting of my house, in, a, in, in like to anybody, to be more accessible to anyone. So now with proper, we're going to be able to do that. So the main office is going to be a place where you actually can go and make your own oil. Wow. So according to your polls, all the tests is going to be people that are going to be able to, to tell you, guide you, what is that you need and all the different herbs that are going to be there to herbalize your own oil. So and it's going to be like a, a like a station where you go and it's made out of copper. It's very beautiful. Kelly Wurzler made an amazing job. In there. Oh, she's amazing. It's such a cool space. It's so beautiful. Yeah. But when you see Surya, it's just so amazing. So the idea is that people go do that. And then as people that have been here, you know, I've been, food is very important in Ayurveda. So I've been cooking for everyone that have come here, or even if you guys come and there's always food and there is Ayurvedic food for everyone. So it's mung beans and the rice and the vegetables that we do every day. And then the bread that I, I don't know if you've tried our bread. Yes. I actually went to a sound bath at the proper that they were serving your bread. So I got to try it and I was so, so happy because I've been hearing about it. It's The bread is legendary and everyone talks about it. Um, so it was so amazing and it was so amazing to get to try it. Yeah. So when we get there, the same thing, because people are very worried about the food. The food is going to still be prepared by us. So mm-hmm. when you're doing the treatments, we, we are, there's a kitchen, there's a little kitchen, according to all the laws and all the things that we have to do. And obviously they're not going to be the same as what I'm doing at my house, but, but it's going to have, the food is going to be there. The restaurant is also going to, on that, which is the restaurant is going to prepare more like uh, we were thinking too, that they are going to do a, a dish that is going to be like a luxurious Ayurvedic food when you, you're staying at the hotel and then you want to do panchakarma and you want to have a fancy dinner, but it will be an Ayurvedic fancy dinner with the principles of Ayurveda while you're doing panchakarma, which is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the space is, you guys cannot imagine, it's just magical. And then mm-hmm. after that, then you go to the side. I don't know where you've seen that curve. That's where the rooms are going to be. And literally the rooms, I went to see them the other day. They are so beautiful and different colors. And every room for me feels like a little cave. It was so beautiful with all the music and the light. And you come in and the light and they have the light around the mirrors. It's just, it's very, very magical. So wow. for me being able to offer all this and you can just go there and then just just get your oil and be made just for you, not something that is specifically for you or for what is happening to you. It is really amazing. That is, has been always my dream to be able to offer this. Also with the hotel, to be able to have 
a space where I can do classes about Ayurveda, where I we can do all the dosha yoga Ayurveda classes and, and really tell people how to do yoga that is specific for what you need, what, what your body needs, not just like a pizza person going and do hot yoga because that's not good for their body. So to live again with whatever nature and what we need. So having all this there to be able to offer to everyone, I'm, I'm just like my, I feel like if I die tomorrow, I will be so thrilled that I got this out and it's there for everyone to enjoy. Uh. Well, I cannot wait. I'm definitely going to treat myself as soon as you guys open over there. I cannot wait. Sounds incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to absolutely want to go. Maybe Stefani and I can go together when I'm back there. I really want to go. Yeah. Please let me know. And then I'll be so happy to have you guys to get mm-hmm. a treatment there. Aww. Because it really changes your life. It really is. It's, uh, yeah. it's a thing yeah. that marks your life. You know how there's different things in your life that marks your life. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, like let's talk about religion. Like for my kids, for example, in Ayurveda, there is some tradition that when, after you have a baby for the first 40 days, you have someone come and do a treatment, do an ambianga for you. And that helps the muscles and the stomach to go back and make more milk and whatever the milk you need. And, And then when the baby is born, after the baby loses the umbilical cord, there's the first thing that you see. Immediately, when Ayurveda recommends to do abhyanga. And that's when you start doing your first abhyanga. Like my kids had, for the first 18 months, abhyanga every day. Wow. wow. Every day they had abhyanga. So the mother baby be able to use, we do that. We go to mom's houses and then we we do the, all the massage and we teach the mom and the dad. And again, putting the family together, being the dad involved on giving the massage to that little baby every day. Mm-hmm. So that's something that is already marking this little life that is about to be born. And when people do it the right way, before that, I ask people to clean themselves with panchakarma. Clean. So the egg that is coming, the sperm that is going to be, they're going to be united to make this baby is not vitiated with any of the doshas. So if the dad has too much pita or the mom has too much pata, or so the egg that is going to come to make this life, this new life is balanced. So when we do this this way, and we are conscious even about they're making a, a new life, but we are conscious that our life is balanced, our body is balanced to make this, the plant, the fruit, that everything that's going to come, and you will not believe the kids of the parents that have done panchakarma before, how amazing they do in the school. Then they're in, they're almost never sick. They have some parents that have one kid without it and one kid with that they met me and then done the program and they both did panchakarma. It's really amazing. You can see that they say the difference is incredible on how their behavior is so different between both of them. So how these things mark your life. So that was one, like when my daughter first ate food. So it wasn't like the only thing that she had was breast milk, but the first time that she ate food was a little bit of rice. And it was a whole ceremony that Ayurveda does, that that we do, that is with fire and fruits and flowers. And that was the first time that she was introduced to food. So these are things that mark your life. 
I love ceremony and ritual. And I think it's so important to honor ourselves and our lives. And what a beautiful way of even preparing for pregnancy, like you mentioned with that panchakarma. So, so beautiful. Yeah. And even the, but like the, how smart the body is as well. I think you might've mentioned this on another podcast, but just the fact that all the toxins go to our tongue so we can get rid of them is just an an example of how smart and amazing our bodies are. And just, I love what you're talking about. Like just, you know, honor our bodies and not take them for granted and work with them. Yeah. It's so, so important. Yeah. Yeah, so proper. Yeah, so I'm going to have all the, like I said, uh, we are about to launch the website with all the different products I have. We have like about 50 different SKUs and it's going to be very, very beautiful. Let me see if I have one of the boxes here. Yeah. This is just a mock-up of the box. It comes with a lid, but when you open, it turns into a flower. How beautiful. Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. And inside, this is for the collagen cream and it has all different properties of the sum of the ingredients there. And it talks about a little bit of all the different plants. And, and we tried, so mm-hmm. we're trying to do everything that is biodegradable because we have to think about these things. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know that we're a bit over time and there's one question that we ask all of our guests our podcast is called This Life Explains It All. So our question is, what life experience has been your greatest teacher? Wow. <laughs> there is so <laughs> many of them. That it's hard to say one. I think having my kids, for me, I will say two things. One is TM, Transcendental Meditation, and how that changed my life. Ayurveda and having my kids. How that really, though that experience of giving birth to a human being and knowing that this person is basically made out of you and all the cells, you see, you, see, you, you made this person. And it was like when, I remember when my daughter, after she, she was born and it was like seeing this human being that you made and now you just have to take, you get to take care of it. And, you, and it's still today, she's 26. And still today, it just the joy of taking care of both of my kids and, and have them be happy and have everything in their life and teach them TM because when my kids were born, I had a TM teacher there that the first word that they heard, it was the mantra for the babies. So that was the first thing introducing to life again. So again, being able to bring this magical consciousness that is there, that we cannot touch, we cannot say it's here, but we can live it and feel it and transcend it. So I think transcending for me was like having my baby come and being here. Now I'm transcending, like transcend what it was life into reality. Yeah. So I think it was hard to say one, but it was like all (laughs) my my life. And I wish everybody have the opportunity to learn Ayurveda, learn meditation, do TM, try to, and especially now that the energies are more opening, there is a way of getting to that light, into that transcendence, into that feeling of peacefulness Mm. that we can all get there. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Well, how can people find you if they want to work with you, find out more? I know you mentioned the launch, if you want to share how to get to the website. 
well, so suryaspa.com. Surya means sun. So it's the, the God sun. So is uh, Surya is S-U-R-Y-A, S-P-A.com. So mm-hmm. there you can go there and there's, in the new website, there's going to be a lot of knowledge, incredible amount of knowledge. And then all the different products that we have and everything I do is natural. I don't do any chemicals. Even the bottles that I use, that is the Myron glass, that's my preservative, the glasses. But I will not use anything that it will harm the body because it's important that anything that we put in our skin, it goes into your body. So if you put something like dimeticon or you put any chemicals, that's going to affect the liver and it's going to affect your skin. And the accumulation of that is what it makes you sick. So for me, it's very important that all my products, everything that we sell in the, in the internet, everything is natural and everything is made according to the principles of Ayurveda. Wow. Well, we will include the links to all of those and we'll come see you when everything is open again. Yeah, please do. Please do. I'll be so happy to have you guys there. And, and then maybe, maybe you guys can come also to the opening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review or share it with a friend and hit subscribe so you never miss a show.